Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run episode number 222. Completely, ridiculously insane. I can't believe that we are already whipping our way through um, so many days. It's just, it's a little bit crazy. What I wanted to talk with you about today was is some interesting things that I've noticed going on um, with some different people. It's been an interesting week for many of us. And I've been kind of thinking about what, why this might be. Now, I think partially we've got the, like, it, it's winter here in Australia, so it can often, you know, feel a little bit hard to sort of get moving. But the, the other thing that I was thinking about is around this whole problem or reluctance to really build discipline is this reluctance to really kind of keep going when when it is hard and you know things like that so i've joined i don't know if i told you yesterday i've joined a push-up challenge uh it's all about raising funds for headspace um not in any way affiliated or, or promoting that but what's been really interesting was on the first day I had to do 115 push-ups. Yesterday, I think it was 177, and today's 221 push-ups. So 221 push-ups in one day. And yesterday, I was like, oh, maybe it was 223, I think, yesterday. I will two, I don't know, it was, a, it was a lot. I was like, oh my God. And I think the thing here is that I was just, I yesterday, last night, I've gone out, we've organized dinner and we've done all of that type of stuff. And I'm just like, oh shit, haven't done the push-ups, haven't done the push-ups. And so I've gone into my bedroom and I've got on the floor and I started doing the push-ups and I got halfway through and I was just like, oh my God. This is ridiculous. And then I started doing them in blocks of 10 or 15 and, and that worked really well. I kept going. By the time I think we hit, I hit 200, it was just like the rest of them were really easy. I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think what happens is that when we are, when we're so focused on doing the things that we need to do and being who we need to be and things like that, the and, and we're aligned with why we're doing something, that that discipline becomes a lot easier. It becomes a lot simple. For me, what I've experienced in in, in this business with marketing, with social media, with with getting up at six a.m. to do client calls. For me, it's really around acknowledging and remembering the fact that discipline creates freedom. Actually, discipline also allows the space for flow. Discipline for me really allows the space for all of those things to really come in. It's why I journal on a daily basis, whether I feel like it or not, because I know that the things that need to come out are, are going to come out. It helps to really kind of like turn over every rock to see what may or not be available. Like sometimes, not sometimes, we always need to commit to the course. We always need to build that discipline. We always really need to be able to show up and turn up no matter what's going on. And I think the thing here, I think the other thing that I, I not the thing, the other thing that I really wanted to talk about is really around how frameworks are something that I've relied on time and time and time again. Uh, multiple times throughout my life, throughout my world, throughout this business, in order to really be able to keep going, to be able to have that discipline of continuously showing up no matter what is going on. So for me, what I really strongly wholeheartedly recommend that you do, if you've had trouble or if you've been 
thinking about how it is that you're going to show up, if you've been worried about what it is that you're going to do, if you're worried about how it is that you're going to find new things to say, the biggest thing, the biggest piece of advice that I could ever give anybody is just to make sure that you just turn up and that you just show up and that you build in that discipline because when you show up and you turn that camera on, one of two things are going to happen, like and the camera being whether it's your, whether it's a word document, whether it's your journal, whether it's your like turning up into your kitchen, having to eat dinner, whether it's just rolling up at the gym, whether it's actually getting the camera out, turning that on, and having that discipline and commitment that you're going to go, that you're going to show up. The thing that happens is when you activate that part, that is really when the magic happens because it, it you showing up you just saying okay i'm here whatever it is that needs to come out is going to come out bang there it is the beauty of, of frameworks are it, that they give you a safety net they give you the ability to be able to go all right what kinds of things am i going to talk about what are the big picture things so for me, like you guys know that I'm really passionate about making sure that you're being you, that you're putting yourself out there, that you're that you're showing up, that you're connecting with your audience. And I know that sometimes, you know, that, that feeling like, um, perhaps feeling like an imposter, feeling like you don't have enough experience, feeling like you're not quite there yet, feeling like you are, you know, feeling like you're whatever it is that you're feeling like, that you don't have anything to say on a particular day, that there's nothing of value that you can share, or maybe you're, like all of your eyelashes are falling out. All of my eyelashes are gone. I'm, I've got an appointment in a couple of hours. Thank God to go get them fixed. You know, but there's a there's a whole bunch of reasons why like I, I might not have gotten on today. I'm particularly tired today. We're at day 16 of the 30 day challenge and we've all been up at six o'clock in the morning uh, starting like starting our days and and for me I haven't been going to bed any earlier so that's a discipline that I actually need to work on um, but, but I guess where I'm going with all of this is that you show up and you do what you need to do anyway and that's the thing that allows the space then for the flow to then start to come pouring out of you the work for me though has to happen before that so before you just decide that, oh, okay, I'm just going to show up, I'm just going to turn up, I'm going to go and put that press play on, press play, we don't press play, uh, press press go live on, on, your, on your phone or on your camera or on your computer, however it is that you're doing this, I think it's really important that you do the foundational work first and foremost. And to me, the foundational work is that you, you've got to know what is the purpose of you showing up. What is the thing you really want to be leading people to do? And of course, number one, it's about building relationships. Number two, it's about being seen, being visible and everything else. And number three, it should really be about you making money. At the end of the day, you're in business and there's this whole bunch of shaming that goes on, self-shaming a lot of the time, that goes on about the fact that you're going to show up and that you're going to ask for the sale. Did a podcast interview on on Monday night. Um, a gentleman by the name of David Frizzle, or Frizzell. I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name. And we were talking through this whole thing. Hey, Jeremy, we were talking through this concept and and how so many people are really worried about spamming their people online. They're really worried about making sales online. They've been really worried about showing up, just looking um, looking like all they're doing is that they're wanting to, you know, make people spend money. Now, of course, we want people to spend money with you. 
Of course we want people to spend money with us. Think about it, you're a business owner, you're not a freaking charity, and even charities make money to be able to be in business. If you're just showing up there and, and you're not ever asking for money, you don't care about making money, or you just have no desire to make any money, then that's great. You've got a hobby, not a business, right? There needs to be a financial exchange in order for you to even have a business. And so one of the things that happens is that we, we've got to put aside any any self-judgment around the fact that we're actually like that is really the purpose of why we're using social media most of us like most of us if you're if you're following me it's about using social media to grow your business to make money so we've got to be okay with that now most people if you own a deli for argument's sake or a, a snack store or a, a, a restaurant or something like that and you put a sign out the front, you're not going like, oh my gosh, I wonder if people are gonna think that I'm just gonna be asking for them to come in and spend money. You know, they're just like, this is, we're open for business. If you're hungry, come in and eat, right? If you walk into a supermarket or a grocery store, like they're not going like, oh my gosh, we're gonna ask them for money. If you are a car salesperson and you've got cars out in the car yard, like they're not worrying that you think that that you're going to be walking in there and and you know being asked if you want to buy something. Like of course you are. No one walks on the lot unless they want to buy a car. No one walks into Kmart without knowing that they want to spend money. Um, so I guess like we've got to really let go of all of that. So the first thing to decide is like, okay, so you know what what is it? Why is it that I'm doing it? And then the next thing in terms of a framework that we've really got to determine is who's the audience that we're looking at connecting with. Who are the people that we are that we're really wanting to connect with today? That we really want to build a connection with today? That we're really wanting to educate, entertain, motivate, inspire, kick ass with? You know, who are those people? What is it that they're going through? What is it that they're pondering, worrying about, thinking about, or anything like that? Because the fact of the matter is, is that unless you know what's going on for them, then you don't know what's going to create that connection. Now, I know for me that most of my people have got, like, they know their goals and they know who their niche is, but then it comes to the creating content piece. And this is where they kind of get a little bit, you know, often stuck, like, uh, stuck in the headlights where they, they can't move forward. You've got that flashing cursor in, you know, in an old time word doc that's just like flashing, staring at you, going, taunting you, going, what are you going to write? Are you, are you, do you have writer's block today? Or your phone, you open up your Facebook page and you're like, all right, I've got to go say something. What the fuck am I going to say? If you know those first two things, then creating the content, creating a content framework becomes incredibly powerful and it provides you with a safety net. So a content framework will look like, what are the what are the big main things that you're all about? What is your own what what intellectual property have you developed or can you develop? What things have you got to say and share? What's the flow of your overall training? I mean, I pay, I take people from busking, you know, feeling like they're or sorry, feeling like they're singing in the shower to feeling like absolute badass rock stars so that they can get out there and own it and stake their claim, own their stage, find craft their own lane, find their pocket and really be able to to show up in a way that is authentic for them, that is real for them, that is amazing for them. And and most importantly also add value, adds value for their audience. It's not just about, you know, you putting your music out there. It's also about connecting that with your audience. 
So that's really what I do. And there's a bunch of different ways that I do that. So what do you do for people? What's the transformation that you provide for your people? And how do you articulate that? So for me, the, the best thing that you could ever do is create a content framework that you can rely on. And it, and it might sit here or it might sit up on your wall and you're like, all right, you know, great. What am I going to talk about today? What am I going to say? What am I going to share? And if nothing comes out out of your journal and nothing comes out of your head, the discipline act here is you would go and look at your plan you go and look at your framework and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. This is what I'm going to talk about today. Now, you might find that it takes a year of you relying on a, on a content framework in order for you to be able to build the discipline to that to build the discipline so that you've got the practice and that you're able to then master your ability to be able to connect, engage, educate, entertain, and, and put your stuff out there. Right? It might take you three months. It might take you a week. It doesn't matter. But the point is, is that without, without discipline, the muscles don't get built. Without the discipline and without the checks and balances in there to make sure that you're doing it, nothing works. With this push-up challenge, I've got to fill in a tracker every day. So I know that if I, and we've got, there's a few of us who are doing it. So we've got this group chat. And we're all just like, oh my God, we're dying. So I've just, I've got on the floor before this and did 50 before jump, 50 push-ups before, only 10 of those were on toes, mind you, 50 push-ups on the ground before coming on here. And then I'll hop off and then I'll do another 50. And then later on in the day, I'll do another 50. And then later on in the day, another 50. And then apparently there's still another, I don't know, 30 or something to do. There's many. But discipline creates freedom. And with anything in your life, we always need this balance of structure and flow. I first learned about structure and flow when I was training to be a stylist, not that you'd know it today, with my three eyelashes that are left on and <laughs> my active wear. So when I tried to be a stylist, the way that we the way that we were educated around, you know, balancing outfits was making sure that every outfit has a balance of structure and flow. So structure are things like straight lines, you know, sharp corners, sharp edges, uh, really tailored type pieces of clothing, perhaps, or things that are really very structured, right? Think a, a typical brand might be something like Q for, for women, um, you know, very, very structured. And even like scotch and soda, they often have a lot of very structured type clothes in, in their range of clothes. The flow though, like, I mean, if you've only got, um, a, a structured outfit with hard lines and then you wear hard structured earrings and then you wear a top that's got no softness in it, you are probably going to be perceived as being very hard, very structured, very like maybe perhaps a little standoffish depending on how your stance is, but it can feel very kind of like, you know, don't come near me type thing. So what we need to do, if, that, if that's not how you want to be perceived, then we've got to add something into that outfit that allows the flow. So that could be a blouse, it might be round earrings, it might be some fluffy bell sleeves or something coming out of the ends of your jacket or whatever it might be. But we've got to have structure and flow. If you're too flowy, on the other hand, you, you might look like a typical hippy-dippy person that's just like all oh, completely, completely flow and it might look like you've got no shape, that you're, that you're just all like a, a massive, you know, flow. And, and that 
can throw out the wrong impression as well. So we always need structure and flow. And for me, the way that I do it is I flow in my journal. I work out what it is that I'm going to say. I've got the key points right in front of me. And then we just, you know, turn the camera on or turn the sound on and, and off we go. So I think the thing that I really wanted to remind you all of is, is that, that even if people are saying, just show up and just share your message and do all of this, usually they have got some sense of structure underneath them that has almost become a little bit innate. And that's because they've built the discipline of showing up and doing the thing daily or showing up and doing the thing regularly. It's not just about oh, you know, I, I'm just going to turn, turn this on and just, you know, completely wing it. There, there's got to be some, for me, there's got to be some structure there. Some, it's like the yin and the yang, right? So that you can then, then flow. Um, so that's really that. Now, if you are needing help in terms of structure, flow, frameworks and things like that, we've got three days coming up on the Gold Coast where you are going to walk away with all of that nailed, all of that done. Uh, finally, in my journal today, there was none of that, you know, there was no talk about all of this, but it's, it was all structure and flow. So it's kind of funny how, you know, with this event, the first thing that we're doing is framework. The second thing that we're doing is making sure that, that we're creating a space for your own individuality. And I think this is the thing that's really lost in the world of, of the gurus and internet marketing experts and, and this, that, and the other, and even content marketers, is where like you've got to follow a system. Well, not, not necessarily. And then on the other side, it's not just about being free flow and just go and fling whatever it is that you like up at the internet. You know, to me, the, the thing that we really need to be able to do is to be able to capture the essence of you and do things in a way that feels really good for you, that makes sense to you, that taps into that, that intellectual property that you've got rolling around in your head, build that out into a structure. And then this is where one of my clients said, this is like my treasure chest of gold that's going to support her for forever, actually, in all of her marketing, but certainly for at least the next 12 months. So you've just got to be there. You can see the link below in the comments. If you're listening to the audio, it is www.nicolamorais.com.au forward slash rockstar. So I think that's probably the main thing. One of the big things that holds people back though is this fear of, uh, fear of a framework and or fear of allowing the flow to come in. And this is where discipline is really a savior. Discipline to committing to the process, not in a delusional kind of fashion where, you know, if things aren't working, you just keep going through and being, you know, being disciplined. Be smart about it, be observant about it and, and make things work for you. All right. So that is us today for the coffee run. I trust you'll have a super fabulous, awesome and amazing Wednesday. If you've got any questions about this, let me know. It will be amazing to see you in the room in August. Something that did come out of my journal, incidentally, was about the seven days of bonuses that are about to flow out. So I'm going to go and work out what they are. The sooner you enroll into the August event, you will actually get the more bonuses you will get. So I will keep your eyes out if you enroll today. I'll obviously make sure that you get all seven. But other than that, get out there, go help some people, and remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. All right? Have an amazing day.